0: hey you guys and welcome back to the news du jour a calmer space to consume the news so i have four different stories for you guys and they are very very different from one another we're going to be everywhere from yellowstone to israel to twitter's rebrand let's go ahead and jump into the details So to kick off today's episode, we are starting with the Twitter rebrand that we've all been dreading. So since Elon Musk took over the company Twitter, he has been hinting at a rebrand and he has now announced that he plans to change the Twitter branding altogether, throwing out their signature blue and the little tweeting birds. Instead, he's replacing it with a much more somber and serious toned X, like the letter X. It may be kind of makes me think of like a Marvel character's logo or something like that, like a a superhero. He has said he wants to be a quote unquote everything app. Hmm. What does that make me think of? Oh, yeah. The metaverse. This is just another way that Musk and Zuckerberg seem to be going head to head. But have they ever considered that maybe if you're for everyone and for everything, you're really for no one and for nothing? These apps each used to do one thing really well. So I'll be curious to see what will happen when they try to become these all-encompassing platforms and potentially become very chaotic and busy. I know with Instagram, it is doing a lot already, and I'm kind of personally overwhelmed by all the different features and struggling to see how they kind of can mingle together Anywho, early Sunday morning is when Elon put out the tweet that clued people into this branding shift and soon after the Twitter website had their new signature X on it in place of the little blue bird that we've all become familiar with. The company accounts are also switching their logos to this X and Twitter's chief executive posted a photo of the Twitter office building adorned with a projected X on it. So Musk also wrote, quote, this is my last email from a Twitter account, end quote. So it sounds like he will be potentially changing the name of the company altogether as well, which makes sense because obviously Twitter Has to do with the bird. You know, it was all very branded. So they're changing the name soon, too. So I know it's been tough to, you know, get to know Facebook as Meta. And now we're going to have to do that all over again with Twitter. But obviously, Twitter is under attack now, more so than ever, because of its new rival, Instagram Threads, that has sprung up and grown massively literally overnight. So we'll definitely keep you posted as the social media sphere continues to evolve. And we will let you know of any drama between Elon and Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sure there'll be plenty. And next up, we are going over to Yellowstone, where we unfortunately do have to detail a grizzly bear attack. So, right on the heels of a woman being gored by a bison in Yellowstone National Park, a different woman has now reportedly been killed by a grizzly bear. The Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks put out a statement explaining that a woman was found dead on a trail in Yellowstone. The condition of her remains led search teams to the conclusion that she had to have been involved in a bear encounter, which is why... They have now put that out there as as what happened. There were grizzly bear tracks on the scene, among other common evidence in these instances, but their investigation does remain ongoing just to cover all their bases. There has actually been an uptick in bear sightings this summer in Yellowstone, and they have been urging their visitors to follow protocol, carry bear spray, and do everything that they can to keep away from these powerful animals. And next up for today, I wanted to touch on the Greek fire. So this will just be a quick story, but like something me out of a Greek tragedy, these ravenous fires have absolutely consumed certain islands in Greece. And just like in Canada and California in the previous years, dry, hot conditions with high winds have led to the perfect storm of circumstances to let these fires spiral out of control. The problem is, though, it is tourist season in Greece, so a lot of people have found themselves trapped on Rhodes Island School gyms, hotel lobbies, and docked boats have all become refuge for the stranded, you know, converting these spaces into makeshift shelters. Fortunately, though, there have been no reported deaths so far and just a few minor injuries from smoke inhalation. Let's hope it stays that way. And lastly for today, we are going to spend the rest of this episode breaking down a bunch of stories to do with Israel. Let's jump in. So, there is a lot of transitioning happening when it comes to Israel, you guys. A lot. U.S. sentiments towards the country and our relationship to it have been shifting. Their prime minister also just underwent a serious surgery And now we are seeing a blatant power grab by their parliament against the will of the people. So let's break down these various issues and how they are manifesting in today's headlines. So the most urgent part of this news to cover is definitely the power grab that's going on, resulting in Israelis taking to the streets in protest. Essentially, the Israeli parliament kind of like our Congress, is looking to pass laws that make it harder for their judiciary system to rule against the government. This debate can really take us right back to the basics of civics class. Remember checks and balances? Well, it's vital that a government doesn't just have full reign of power. It's kind of like check yourself before you wreck yourself. We as the people want there to be someone looking over the government's shoulder and saying, now, wait a minute, when they get a little crazy, someone to enforce the rule of law. And that is what's called checks and balances. And it's why we separate the president from Congress, from the Supreme Court. And in Israel's case, it's the prime minister from parliament, from the judiciary, But these new laws would essentially limit that judiciary power so that their parliament can just do whatever it wants. And the people, they know this is not cool. This is not in their best interests and it is not what they want for their country. And the demonstrations have begun and they've continued long into the night. I also wanted to touch on Netanyahu. So Netanyahu is Israel's contentious prime minister. And you guys, he was just released from a 30 hour hospital stay where he had a pacemaker implanted. And while this event isn't particularly significant in terms of like everything else that's going on in the country, it's just further adding to like the chaos and the instability of the political landscape in Israel as of late. Imagine if Biden was having a major surgery like that. I mean, it would definitely feel a little precarious, right? Like, OK, if something happens to him, who's in power? You know, I guess it's Kamala, but it it just disrupts everything. It makes things much less certain. And things are already really crazy with these demonstrations and and the whole system of government being disrupted potentially. And on top of all of this, we have the White House visit. So the Israeli president, not the prime minister, but their president. And just for context here, their president is a much less powerful position than prime minister. Their president is more of a figurehead, more symbolic, ceremonial, you know, again, not very powerful. And we've touched on his visit In previous episodes, but I wanted to bring it back up again because it's just adding to all of the chaos that's going on surrounding Israel. Their president visited the US to meet with our president Biden, and this visit really brought to the surface some emerging sentiments towards the nation of Israel here in the US. Not everyone in the US today is really in full support of the nation of Israel. A lot of people feel that taking that land from Palestine to create Israel is similar to when the U.S. government displaced native tribes here in America. And that tension and sort of distaste for Israel was really, again, brought to the surface when Herzog, their president, came to D.C. And let's just say the plans to overhaul the judicial system in Israel, well, It's just not helping things. It is further straining the relationship. Given that the U.S. is already having a bit of a crisis of faith when it comes to Israel, this makes them look even more corrupt and unstable than we viewed them before. I have no idea where things are headed for Israel, but one thing's for sure. We will definitely be here to keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote. A smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour but the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh!